2: Hollywood. Lever Brothers Company, the makers of Lux Toilet Soap, brings you the Lux Radio Theater, starring Cary Grant and Phyllis Baxter in The Bishop's Wife. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. Irving Cummings. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we present another of our 20 greats. It is one of the most delightful pictures Samuel Goldwyn ever produced, The Bishop's Wife. Cary Grant is recreating his original role from the picture, and Phyllis Baxter has co-starred on the stage with Cary in this enchanting comedy, so she is well acquainted with the role of the bishop's wife. It's a late afternoon in December, in a rather shabby section of a large city, Two old friends have an unexpected meeting. Julia, what a wonderful surprise.
0: Professor Wutheridge, what are you doing here?
2: I am about to negotiate the purchase of a Christmas tree.
0: I didn't know you celebrated Christmas.
2: I don't, but I like a Christmas tree. It reminds me of my childhood. Tell me, how's Henry?
0: Tired and worried.
2: Raising money for the new cathedral, huh?
0: Slow work, Professor. And you, how's your book coming?
2: Oh, splendidly. Greatest history of Rome since
0: Gibbons. Oh, I'm sorry, Professor, but I must hurry along. The cathedral committee's meeting with Henry, and I really should be there.
2: Well, one of these days, we'll have time for a nice talk again. Oh, here, for Henry's Cathedral Fund.
0: This coin?
2: It has very little value, I'm afraid, just an old Roman coin. I picked it up years ago in Italy.
0: No, oh, it's a wonderful contribution.
2: Nonsense. Oh, Julia, what's the matter?
0: Nothing, I... Oh, if Henry and I could only spend Christmas back here where we were so happy, with all our old friends. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That was really very childish of me. Goodbye, Professor. Goodbye, Julia.
2: Why, Professor, how nice to see you again. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you? And how well you look after all these years. Well, don't you remember me? Uh, let's see. It wasn't Vienna, was it? Ah, Vienna. Beautiful old Vienna. When I was lecturing on Roman history? Ah, what splendid lectures they were. And what a one you were with the ladies. Hmm? Fancy you remembering that. Hmm. uh, I've been standing on the corner watching you, Professor. You and Julia. You know Julia? In a way, yes. Poor girl. Why, she's unhappy. Yes. When were you in Vienna? Oh, many times. I, uh, I'm interested in Julia, Professor. And Henry, what seems to be their trouble? Oh, no special trouble, I imagine. Henry's a bishop now. Oh, yes. Uh, That used to be his church over there. Oh, St. Timothy. Perishing from neglect. Ah, such a nice little church. Well, delighted to have seen you again, Professor. Strange. Unless I've completely lost my memory, I've never seen that fellow before in my life. (laughs) Junior?
0: Oh, I'm terribly sorry I'm so late, Henry. Has everyone gone?
2: Yes, dear. Some time ago.
0: Another argument, Henry.
2: Either we build a cathedral the way Mrs. Hamilton wants it, or it won't be built at all.
0: You didn't give in to
2: her. Indeed not. I had the most unchristian impulse to take those blueprints and give her a good whack over her... her mink coat.
0: I beg your pardon, Bishop. Yes, Miss Cassaway. Mr. Trevor's on the phone. Oh, tell him the bishop will call him back, please, after dinner. Yes, Mrs. Brown. Henry, what's happened to you, to us, to our marriage?
2: Well, that's a strange question to ask.
0: We used to be so happy. We used to make other people happy. Oh, Henry, that was your gift. You're no financier. You're not a promoter.
2: Julia, I want this cathedral. I want its light to shine. Yes, I
0: Henry. Oh, oh, here's a contribution I collected. But what is it? It's an old Roman coin from Professor Wutherich.
2: What does he think I can do with it?
0: Well, it's the beginning. And now all you need is another $4 million.
2: Julia, don't be flippant about this. Well, if if dinner's ready, let's have it over with. I've got a lot of work to do tonight. Mm,
0: the soup's very good, Matilda.
2: Oh, thank you, Mrs. Brown. Julia, I, I... I was just thinking, tomorrow... Perhaps we could spend the day together.
0: Oh, Henry.
2: Call on the professor, maybe. Have lunch at Michelle's.
0: Michelle's? Oh, it's been years since we've been there. Please forgive me.
2: Yes, Miss Cassaway.
0: Mr. Trevor simply insists upon talking to you. Junior? Well, he's on the cathedral committee, isn't he? Well, go ahead, dear. You'd better talk.
2: Very well, Mr. Trevor. I'll be there. 10.30 tomorrow morning. Good night. You may as well go home now, Miss Cassoway.
0: Oh, but there's still a great deal of work to do, sir.
2: You're a secretary, not a machine. I'll run along.
0: Oh, thank you. Don't forget you have a speech to make tomorrow at the Junior Assembly.
2: Oh, no. What time?
0: It's a luncheon meeting, one o'clock. Good night, Bishop.
2: Good night, Miss Cassoway. Oh, dear Lord, what am I to do? Can't you help me? Can't you tell me? Oh, please, please help me. Yes. Good evening. What can I do for you? That is the question, Henry. The question is, what can I do for you? Look, I'm afraid you must telephone for an appointment. I I haven't finished dinner. I know that, Henry. But uh, you asked for help, you know. I asked for. Who told you I asked for help? Well, you're known to be a good man, and you were heard. I was instructed to come here and answer to your prayer. Who are you? I'm an angel. I beg your pardon. An angel. An angel? Hmm? I knew it. I've been working too hard. Yes. Well, now, uh, don't be alarmed. I know it's hard to believe, but... Now, this is my district, you see, don't and do I... Do you mind if I sit down? Oh, please do. Now, let's see. You have some problems concerning the building of a new cathedral, hmm? Yes. Henry, don't you believe I am what I say I am? Well, how can I? I've nothing but your word for it. Yeah, but you are a bishop. and You, of all people, can trust the word of an angel. What do you uh, propose to do? Perform a miracle, if necessary. Well, why don't you just create a cathedral with a wave of your hand? Oh, now, come, come! you wouldn't want me to do that. How would you explain that? Well, I... Uh... Henry, is
0: anything wrong? Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Oh, Julia, how have you been? I'm Dudley. Uh, Henry is engaging me to help him with his work.
0: Oh, do you mean you're going to be his assistant?
2: That's, that's exactly. I'm going to help Henry to get some relaxation.
0: Oh, that's just what I've been praying for.
2: Oh, you too?
0: Oh, I'm so relieved, Henry. Where do you come from, Dudley?
2: Oh, all around. Julia, this man claims he's a... I... Uh, I've been doing some social service work downtown. Julia, if you don't mind, I must talk to this... this gentleman alone...
0: Oh, of course. I'll wait in the dining room. Good night. Good night,
2: Julia. I'll see you in the morning. In the morning? Bright and early. (laughs) Are you quite sure you're an angel? Well, I know it isn't easy, Henry, but you've just got to take me on faith. Yes, but for how long? Until you can utter another prayer and say that you have no further need of me. Uh, Julia's waiting, Henry. Yes, I know, but I still don't under... Dudley? Dudley, where are you?
0: Dudley! Henry, what's the rest of Dudley's name? I I don't know. Henry, you look so pale. A- and you're trembling.
2: A lesser man would quiver.
0: Oh, you'll feel better after you've eaten. And Matilda's baked your favorite dessert, dear. Angel food cake. <laughs>
2: Good morning, Henry. Well, here I am, completely at your service. Dudley, I didn't sleep 20 minutes last night. I, I, I'm i in a highly nervous condition. Ah, well, then the first thing we will have to. Oh, good morning, Julia.
0: Good morning, Dudley. It's a lovely day. Oh, lovely. Henry and I are going out together.
2: Oh, Julia, I'm terribly sorry, but we can't. I, I, I've got to see Mr. Trevor at 10.30, and after that, there's the junior assembly.
0: But you promised, Henry. Couldn't, well, couldn't Dudley represent you at those meetings?
2: Yes, could I? That's out of the question. Oh. Dudley, I'd like to speak to my wife alone. Well, of course. Um, in the hall, dear. Julia, see the trouble is, well, that man in there. I, oh, I, I can't
0: explain. You needn't try, Henry. This is the way it is, and this is the way it always will be. I'll see you at dinner, dear.
2: Dudley. What are you doing? Just looking through your files, Henry. Well, I see that Mrs. Hamilton has placed a million dollars to the cathedral fund. But she hasn't sent her check. Never mind that file. That's work for a bookkeeper, not for agent. Work for a bookkeeper. Well, well, so you're beginning to believe in me. I don't know who you are or where you came from. I only wish you'd make haste. Why? Because the cathedral must be built? Well, obviously, that's the most important thing. Or because Julia must be happy. It's going to be difficult to help you, Henry, until I'm sure what it is you really want. Yes, well, I'm I'm afraid you'll have to excuse me. Mr. Trevor likes punctuality. Well, run along, Henry. This fire's in an awful mess. I think I'll reorganize it. I still think you're wasting your time on unimportant details. Nothing's unimportant, Henry. Now, remember, we're interested in even the lowliest sparrows. Hello. Oh, hello, Debbie. Come on in.
3: How'd you do that just now? All those cards in Daddy's file. You just waved your hand and they all jumped out and jumped back in again. Oh no, oh,
2: that's just my system of rearranging card files. Do it again. Oh, some other time, eh,
3: Debbie? You're Dudley, aren't you? Mommy says you're very nice.
2: Well, it's extremely kind of Mommy.
3: She says that maybe with you here, maybe we'll get to see Daddy once in a while.
2: Yes, maybe we will.
0: Debbie, come along, dear.
2: Oh, are you
1: going out?
0: To the park. I'm going to play in the snow. Bye, Dudley.
2: Bye, Debbie. Have a good time. (laughs) Julia?
0: Dudley, what, what are you doing here? Oh, I
2: often walk in the park. Well, Debbie seems to be having a fine time over there.
0: Well, aren't you supposed to be working?
2: I always take a walk before lunch. Relaxing, you know.
0: Oh, I wish you'd convinced Henry of that. Uh,
2: speaking of lunch, Julia, I thought I'd go to Michelle. you ever been
0: there? Michelle? No. Oh, yes. Yeah. We used to go there years ago. Well,
2: how about going there today?
0: You and I? To Michelle? Oh, oh no, no, I couldn't. Yeah, why not? Well, I... I well, I... Now, surely you don't
2: think Henry
0: would mind. Oh, no, no, it isn't that. It's... Well, you see, I gave Matilda the day off to go Christmas shopping, so I'm looking after Debbie's. Oh, yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, isn't that a bit? Here's Matilda now.
0: Hello, Mrs. Brown. Matilda. I just thought, Mrs. Brown. I just
3: thought that if you wish, I'll take Debbie home. But, Matilda, you're shopping. Oh, finished. I finished it so quick it was just like a a miracle. What the heck do you say? I thought.
0: I thought Debbie might like to go home and make Christmas cookies. Oh, I'm sure she'd love to. But well, then, Mrs. Rome, I'll just go and get her. See?
2: Well, Julia, Michelle?
0: Why, why, I think that would be very nice. Good. Dudley? Yeah? Just a minute ago when you said you saw Matilda. Yeah? Oh, it's nonsense. What's nonsense? You were looking the other way when you said you saw her. I was? I mean, I thought you were. Oh, how silly of me. Wait here, Dudley. I'll say goodbye to death. I'm so glad you knew about Michelle Dudley. So nice to be back here again. Only, Only, uh, well, you seem to know so much, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Well,
2: that case, I'm sorry I ever learned anything. You have memories of this place, don't
0: you? It was in this restaurant that Henry asked me to marry Yes, I
2: know. You know? I, I mean, I know how you would feel. Well, well, now, there's a fortune teller over there. You care to have your palm read?
0: Oh, no, thank you. Would
2: you? Oh, I know too much about myself as it
0: is. And I know so little about myself. Really?
2: May I look at your hand?
0: Can you tell fortunes,
2: too? Oh, it's not too difficult.
0: Well, what do you see?
2: I never noticed you, there. Your eyes are green. Well, I see a great deal of happiness. I see a woman who's <laughs> adored. I see a rich. Full life.
0: Do you see Henry's new cathedral? Mm, No, that's not very clear.
2: There's kind of a fuzziness about that. And Debbie. Oh, no need to worry about her. She'll be like you, Julia. She'll have youth and beauty no matter how old she lives to be.
0: But people do grow old.
2: No, not everybody.
0: Only those who were born old
2: to begin with. You, (laughs) Julia, were born young. You'll remain that way.
0: Mm, I wish I could believe you. You may. You haven't looked at my hand once. I simply don't know what to think of you, Dudley, whether you're serious or joking.
2: I'm at the most serious when I am joking.
0: Well, then maybe you should... Oh, no. Now what? That table over there. No, don't look. Three ladies all on the cathedral committee, and they're simply glaring at me. They
2: really? will glare back. <laughs>
0: they they saw you holding my hand. Oh,
2: well, then if you excuse me, I'd better do something about that, hadn't I? <laughs>
0: What did you do to them, Dudley? Now they're smiling at me. They're
3: waving.
2: What well, good? Smile and wave back.
0: Oh, yes. I didn't do anything
2: to them. I just introduced myself, chatted a moment, ordered a drink. A drink?
0: They took it? No,
2: a stinger. They're really very friendly, Julia. They promised to drop by our table a little later.
0: Dudley, may I make an understatement? Oh, please do. You're a very unusual man. Hmm. I'll
2: let you in on Dudley, Julia. You're quite right. It isn't every day that one can have lunch with a full fledged angel. Julia's very happy, not knowing, of course, who Dudley really is. Well, they're walking home now, and who should they meet on the street but Julia's old friend, Professor Wotherby? Julia, what wonderful luck meeting you again. Uh, but this man, are you with him?
0: Why, well, yes, of course. Dudley, this is Professor i Oh, go on. The
2: professor knows me well. The university in Vienna. Young man, I don't believe you've ever been near Vienna. not it's, it's a game he plays, Julia. He always pretends he's never seen me before.
0: But, but Dudley is Henry's new assistant.
2: You really know this fellow? Well, of
0: course I do. Well,
2: in that case, how about dropping into my humble diggings for a bit of your hide chair?
0: Oh, I'd love to, but only for a moment.
2: Come along, uh... Dudley, just around the corner. Ah, just enough left in the bottle. Here's your glass, Dudley. We'll drink to Julia, to a charming lady. Ah, to a charming lady. Mm -hmm. You've noticed? Yes, isn't it more remarkable that you have? When you want to know about a woman, ask the old man, they know.
0: Now, when are you going to show us your book?
2: My book? Never.
0: Oh, please.
2: You say you're writing a book. You didn't know. You didn't tell me. I described the book in detail in the oh. course of those lectures I gave in Vienna. <laughs> Julia, I am now certain this fellow's an imposter. Oh, you mean that boy? Well, oh, I thought he finished that years ago. No, I, I, I haven't written a word of it, not one word.
0: But why not?
2: Because I can't think of anything original to say. I never could find the right words, either to tell a pretty girl or to write a book. And not even when you had this coin to inspire you?
0: Why, well, that's the coin that you gave to Henry, Professor.
2: Uh, I borrowed it from Henry's desk. You wasted your time. It's worthless. Oh, on the contrary, Professor. Now, this coin is one of the rarest of all antiquities. really... Only 100 of these coins were minted by Julius Caesar 2,000 years ago. That was when uh, Cleopatra visited Rome. Well, presumably these coins were used to pay her hotel bill.
1: Why, well, that's amazing.
2: Well, nobody knows about it except, uh, of course, Caesar's wife knew about it. She had the coins destroyed. But this one she overlooked. It's an unwritten chapter in history. Mm-hmm. And you, Professor, no, will write no. it. Do you know any more stories like that? Oh, any number of them. You're a curious fellow, Dudley. Where do you come from? What if I told you I came from another planet? Would you believe me? I doubt it.
0: I'd believe you, Dudley. Yes, and
2: you'd be right, Julia. We all come from our own little planet. That's why we're all different. That's what makes life interesting.
0: it's getting late. I must be leaving, really.
2: Sorry, Professor. If my wine bottle wasn't empty, we could say goodbye with another drink. Empty? Why, yes, I had barely enough... The bottle, it's half full. (laughs) Well, you save it for next time, Professor. Uh, I'm really getting old, and I can't see what's inside a wine bottle. (laughs) Uh, uh, Dudley. Yes, my friend. uh, There's one thing that troubles me greatly. Oh, what's that? Uh, To write a history is a tremendous task. I wonder, will I have time to finish it? You'll finish it. You'll have time. I don't know why I'd ask you that question. How would you know? You see, for quite a while now, every time I passed the cemetery, I felt as if I were apartment (laughs) hunting.
0: Goodbye, Professor. Come and see us, please. I
2: will, I will. Goodbye, and and God bless you both. Thank you, Professor. I'll pass that recommendation along. (laughs) I'm in the study, Julia.
0: Oh, I'm sorry I'm so late, dear.
2: Hello, Henry. Good evening, Dudley.
0: Oh, we've had the most marvelous time. I wish you could have been with us.
2: Yes, I wish I had.
0: Is Debbie asleep yet?
2: No, she's waiting to see you.
0: Oh, good. I'll go right up.
2: I trust you spent a profitable afternoon, Dudley? Oh, yes, yes. Did you have a profitable afternoon, Henry? Not very. Hmm. Dudley, I... I'd like to speak to you for a moment. Certainly, you should. You'll excuse me if I lock the door. I'd rather not be interrupted. Dudley. No. Can you prove to me that you're an angel? Prove? <laughs> you, uh, you you mean a document? Oh, now, surely you of all people should know that angels need no passports. I'd be a lot happier if I could see you perform a miracle. What kind? Well, uh, make this desk rise up and fly around the room. Oh, now, Henry, cut it out. Henry, please. I didn't come here to do tricks. I'm surprised at you. Well, I don't believe you're an angel at all. I think you're a demon, right? Ah! Henry. No. Don't say a word like that. Well, anyway, now you know how I feel. Yes, Now, now, wait a minute, Dudley. I'm not through yet. There's another matter. I... The door. I locked that door. He he just opened it and walked out. (laughs) Dudley, wait a minute. Dudley! Now, it's locked again. Dudley!
0: Oh, he went upstairs, dear, to say goodnight
2: to Kevin. Oh. Uh, Is anything wrong? Oh, no, no, nothing's wrong. You... You look very well, Junior. Very bright and gay.
0: Oh, I feel gay, Henry.
2: I think you're an excellent wife, Julian.
0: Why, thank you.
2: And I'm proud of you. Oh,
0: thank you again, dear.
2: Uh, you think I'm an excellent husband?
0: <laughs> of course, dear. Henry, I uh, hope you're going to take things easier now with Dudley here. I think he's very able. You do? Yes, he knows so many things.
2: What, for instance?
0: Well, you should have seen him this afternoon. We met Professor Wotheridge. Why, Dudley knows more about history than he does.
2: He should. He's been at it longer.
0: What? Right?
2: <laughs> Nothing dear. Nothing. I, I'll go up and say goodnight to Debbie.
0: But don't you know any more stories, Mr. Dudley? Oh, I know hundreds of stories, Debbie. For instance?
2: Well, I'll let me. there. I know a story that happened many, many years ago. It's about a boy named David. Now, uh, he was a shepherd. And the town where he lived was called Bethlehem.
3: That's where the star was.
2: Yeah, that's right. Only uh, David lived long before the star. Well, one night, this David was out in the hills tending his sheep. He was playing the harp and singing. Then all of a sudden, an angel came down and spoke to him.
3: But how did David know he was an angel? Oh, he didn't know.
2: That's the way it always is. Angels come down and put ideas into people's heads. And then people feel very proud of themselves because they think it was all their own idea. Anyway, Miss Angel spoke to David, and he said, uh, one of your lambs has strayed. So David put aside his harp and went out into the darkness to find the lamb. Of course, the uh, angel guided him, you And when David found the lamb, he saw a great, ferocious lion there, too. Oh, dear. Uh, so David said to the lion, you get away from that lamb. And the lion said, you get away from me, or I'll eat you, too. Did David run away? No. And that's the point. The angel put another idea into his head. So David took out his sling and hurled the stone and hit the lion right between the eyes.
3: Served him good and right.
2: I think it did. And David picked up the lamb and carried it back to the fold. And then he felt so happy that he took his harp and made up a new song. It started like this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Oh, come in, Henry. I think you can tell me the rest of this. Some other time.
1: Good night, Daddy.
2: Good night, darling. Well, if you're ready, Dudley, so is dinner. Oh, thank you, Henry. Thank you.
0: and Henry will get a taxing down to St. Timothy's.
2: St. Timothy's? Tonight?
0: Oh, of course, dear. The choir's rehearsing for the benefit they give him. Mm-hmm. Henry, we promised Mr. Miller... Julia, I... Uh,
2: I've telephoned Mrs. Hamilton. I apologize to her for some of the things I said. I... I had to. She said I may call on her tonight.
0: But the rehearsal's just for you, dear.
2: A million dollars from Mrs. Hamilton, dear, is far more important.
0: But you're his bishop, Henry, and... I just don't like going alone. Uh, my uh, my
2: evening seems quite free, Henry. No, definitely not. <laughs> now, I was just about to suggest that I, I see Mrs. Hamilton and you take mm-hmm. Julia to St. Timothy's. You, mm-hmm. and Mrs. Hamilton? Oh no, mm-hmm. just a suggestion.
0: Oh, Dudley, would you mind very much going with me, Julia? <laughs>
2: well, Henry, yes, I, I I think that might be a very good solution. Uh, Thank you, Dudley. You are welcome, Henry. <laughs> Mrs. Brown. I'm delighted to see
0: you. Oh, Mr. Miller, this is Mr. Dudley, the bishop's new assistant. Mr. Dudley, a
2: pleasure. Oh, thank you, Mr. Miller. The uh, bishop was trying to get here later. Something important came up.
0: He didn't want you to delay rehearsal. Uh, Mrs. Brown, uh, I'm terribly embarrassed. Only
2: two of the boys have come. It's just too difficult trying to compete with basketball in Christmas. Oh, I wouldn't worry, Mr. Miller. They'll all show up. Hiya, boys. Hi. Uh, what are you saying? Me? Yeah.
1: First soprano. Do any good? I doubt it.
2: You know, how about giving out?
1: You mean alone?
2: No, oh, no. you got Rupert with you. Hi, Rupert. Hi. Well, what do you say? It's
1: okay by me.
2: Okay. I'll start you off at the piano. <laughs>
1: Look, the other boys. There he
0: is.
1: Uh, yeah. Maybe basketball this
0: is so important after all. You
2: can be proud of them, Mr. Miller. They sing beautifully. But they never saying so well.
3: come to your uh, senses, Bishop Brom. You needn't make any further apologies.
2: Thank you, Mrs. Hamilton. And Mm -hmm. in view of your generosity, the George B. Hamilton Memorial Chapel shall be located wherever you specify in the new cathedral.
3: Now, there's one thing more. That window depicting St. George and the dragon. Yes? I should very much like the countenance of St. George to resemble my late husband.
2: (laughs) Of course, Mrs. Hamilton. And whom do you see as the dragon?
3: Dragon? Oh, oh, any old dragon.
2: Thank you. Uh, now, if you'll excuse me, Julia's waiting for me at St. Timothy's, and I... I, Well, that's strange.
3: Is, is anything the matter?
2: This chair, I, I, I can't get up. It's stuck to my... Uh, I'm, I'm stuck to it.
3: <laughs> stuck to the chair?
2: Yes, it uh, doesn't seem quite right, does
3: it? Uh, Stephen. Uh, yes, madam? There's something wrong with the bishop's chair? <laughs> it must
2: be the new varnish. The furniture people should have warned us. I, I don't hope I'm not harming the chair. Oh, is preposterous. Awkward situation, isn't it? Perhaps if you give me a little pull at the back, Stevens. Uh, yes, sir.
1: Uh,
2: again, please.
1: Uh, me, your,
2: your, your trousers, sir. I'm afraid if we pull any harder. Well, Mrs. Hamilton, might I use the telephone? Uh, uh,
3: yes, yes, of course. It's right over there. Uh, can you walk? Uh, after a fashion.
1: Uh,
3: that chair, madam, it clings to him like a brother. Oh. Well, do something, Stephen. Call the shop. Get a plumber.
2: <laughs> hello, hello, Matilda. This is Bishop Brom. I'm at Missus Hamilton's. I want you to come here at once with another pair of trousers. Well, what difference does it make? Yes, just bring me another pair of trousers. Thank you.
3: I'm so sorry this has happened. Oh,
2: if I could only get in touch with Julia or Dudley, you or... Dudley! This is all he's doing.
3: Dudley! Now, now, Bishop, don't be nervous. Uh, have a chair. Uh, <laughs>
2: thank you, Mrs. Hamilton. I have one. <laughs>
0: imagine what happened to Henry. He was so sure he'd meet us there.
2: Mm. Well, I suppose he's detained in Mrs. Hamilton.
0: Of course. You know, Dudley, it's a strange thing. You seem to be able to make me feel as if everything's going to be all right. Oh,
2: everything could be all right for everyone. If people would only learn to behave like human
0: beings. Yeah. Well, it's a lovely night, isn't it? Oh, driver, could you take us through the park?
2: Oh, but that's out of your way, lady. Are you getting bored with us, driver? Oh, I'll, I'll drive you by way of Mexico City if you want me to. That's the trouble with this country—too many people that don't know where they're going and they want to get there too fast. Now, I would call you two very unusual people. Thank you. You're very perceptive. Oh, oh,
1: that was really
0: a close. Oh, one. did you, did, you, did you see the way
2: I, I just missed that truck but like, like a miracle. Yes, I know. But just don't overplay play your hand.
3: <laughs> hey, hey, look! Hey, they're, they're ice skating over
2: there! Oh, so they are. Julian, we're going ice skating.
0: Oh, no, we mustn't. It's too late. We couldn't. you really think we could? Uh,
2: you can stop here, driver. We're going ice skating. Oh, you too. Well, this is it, Sylvester. What do we owe you?
3: Not a cent, my friend. You want to know why? because you and the little lady here have restored my faith in human nature. Well, good night, Dudley. Good night, Julia.
0: Good night, Sylvester. Ah, oh,
2: that Sylvester is a noble soul. His children and his children's children will rise up and call him blessed. Mm.
0: Oh, this has been the most wonderful evening I've had in years.
2: Oh, it's a wonderful evening I've had in centuries. Oh, you're a beautiful skater, Julia. In fact, you're beautiful. Well, well, you've come home. Hello, Henry.
0: Well, I I thought you were going to meet us at St. Timothy's, dear.
2: Julia, it's almost 10 o'clock.
0: Henry, we've been ice skating.
1: Ice skating?
0: You should have seen Dudley. He's marvelous, Henry. I'm a whiz. And those boys at St. Timothy's, the way they sang, it was simply heavenly.
1: Yes,
2: I'm sure it was. Um, did you have a successful meeting with Mrs. Hamilton, Henry? Quite satisfactory, thank you. Mm
0: -hmm. good. I'll be right down, Henry.
2: Dudley? Yes, Henry? You. You deliberately stopped me from joining you and Julia by by the seat of my pants. (laughs) 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 Well, now, Julia had a very good time. But I did not. Now, Henry, if If you you had sent me to represent you with Mrs. Hamilton, I would have gone. You didn't. didn't. So I represented you with your wife. Is that part of the normal duties of an angel? Uh, uh, an angel? Sometimes, Henry, angels must brush in where fools fear to tread.
1: <laughs>
2: I haven't the faintest idea what that means, and I don't want it explained to me. In any event, you can go now, Dudley. I, I've solved my problem. Mrs. Hamilton is giving the money. Well, now, that was a foregone conclusion, providing you were willing to make a slight sacrifice of your principles, huh? Well, don't you think it's worth it for this, this glorious edifice? I'm not so sure of its glory at a time like this. You know, these are rather lean years for the world, Henry. So many people need food. So many people need shelter. Now, that big roof could make so many little roofs. I'm dealing with a materialistic, selfish woman. She wouldn't listen to talk like that. Did you try? You came here so that I could have a cathedral. Well, I've got a cathedral, and I want you to get out of my house and out of my life and away from Julia. Suppose you pray for that, Henry. After all, it was your prayer that brought me here. Very well i pray it Uh, oh oh henry now come on i'm afraid that's no prayer (laughs) it was right from my heart i want you to go (laughs) well julia doesn't julia get out get out henry julia is about to come down those stairs don't you let her see you like this henry try to calm
0: yourself (laughs) he's gone Oh, Debbie's awake. She wants to say
2: goodnight to him. I just told you, Dudley is gone. But
0: why did he leave so suddenly?
2: Because I got rid of him. I told him to go away. I fired him. Why? Because he's incompetent and, and I cannot stand the sight of him. Henry! Believe me, Julia, I know what I'm doing. Two days have passed since Dudley disappeared. Much to the relief of Bishop Henry Brough. And now it's early evening on Christmas Eve.
3: Your call's, Bishop, and there's a taxi waiting for you outside.
2: Thank you, Miss Casaway.
3: Bishop Brown, there's still no word from Mr. Dudley.
2: Miss Cassaway. I discharged Mr. Dudley. There's no reason at all to hear from him. Yes, sir. Now, if you don't mind, please tell Mrs. Brown that the taxi's waiting. I'm ready.
3: and waiting.
2: Oh, well, oh, good. Here's our list of calls.
0: I, uh thought we could go to the Trotches first, Henry, then to the band Julia, Julia! Hiya, Julia! What's so What are you doing here?
2: Well, when the call came in for a cab, I sure hightailed it over here. I was hoping maybe there'd be another skating party.
1: Hey, where's Dudley?
3: I don't know. Look, look, you got a preacher with you. Yes. This is. Don't tell me, don't tell me a wedding. You and Dudley. Uh, oh, Sylvester, this
0: is my husband, Bishop Room.
2: How do you do? Mm. <laughs> and now, if you don't mind, we'd like to go to North Maple Street. <laughs> But,
0: Mr. Dudley. Oh, how nice to see you again. Well, thank you. We've been so worried about you. And poor Mrs. Brown. Have I seen you? Have I heard from
2: you? Uh, where is she?
0: Well, she mm-hmm. and the bishop are making Christmas calls. Then they go to St. Timothy's for the midnight service. Oh, that's right. It's Christmas
2: Eve. Oh, you should be home, Miss Gathaway. I'm typing the, the bishop's sermon. Well, I'll type that for you. Oh, no, no. The bishop told me that... yeah, You should be with your family.
0: Well, if you really... Oh, thank you, Mr. Dudley.
2: Merry Christmas, Mildred.
0: Merry
2: Christmas, Mr. Dudley. Well, ah, I've got a lot of this. Henry's Christmas sermon. Mm-hmm. The new cathedral, Mrs. Hamilton's magnificent gesture, money, pledges needed. Oh, sorry, Henry, that's no sermon for Christmas. Honestly, suppose you tell them, suppose you tell them the story of an empty stocking. Once upon a midnight clear, there was a child's cry, a blazing star hung over a stable, and wise men came with birthday gifts. We've forgotten many things during the centuries, but not that much. Is calling, sir? I'm Dudley Stevens, Bishop Brome's assistant. Would you mind telling Mrs. Hamilton I'm here? I don't believe she's expecting you, sir. I'm sure she isn't. Uh, uh, yes, sir. I'll wait in the music room. The music room, sir? Yes, there's a harp in there. I wonder if she'd mind if I. Uh... Oh, oh, I'm afraid she would, sir. Oh, she would. Well, in that event, I'll just play this harp sequoia uh, here.
1: Uh, yes, sir. Hang
2: on.
3: You told him your bishop Broome's assistant. That's right,
2: Missus Hamilton. The uh, bishop will be along a little later.
3: That music you're playing. Hmm.
2: I thought you'd recognize it.
3: There's no one living who knows that composition except me.
2: Yeah. What a shame that Alan Cartwright died. That only you and I would know his music.
3: Alan Cartwright died nearly forty years ago. You couldn't have known him.
2: I'm much older than you think, Mr. Hamilton. Now,
3: tell me. tell
2: me about him, Alan Cartwright.
3: What is there to tell? He was the only man I ever loved. But I was afraid of poverty. He went away, and I never saw him again.
2: So you married George Hamilton.
3: I made George happy, I think.
2: But because you didn't love him, you spent a fortune honoring his memory since his death.
3: Yes, a fortune in empty
2: monuments. Oh, they're no more empty than your own life, Mrs. Hamilton. Since you sent the man you loved away, you haven't allowed yourself to love anyone else. You've withdrawn into a shell, a cold in the last. selfish woman. What... what can I do? Well, I'll tell you what you do. You break that shell. Now think of what you can do for others, and you'll no longer have time to think of yourself. Forgive yourself, Mrs. Hamilton, as Alan Cartwright forgave you long ago.
3: Do you really think he did?
2: I know he did. How did you know about Alan Cartwright? That doesn't matter. Mrs. Hamilton, there at the front door now. Henry and Julia. I can't see them now. Oh, yes. yes, yes. Go on, you'll see them. You'll go to the hall and greet them in your usual warm-hearted manner. You're
3: you're not leaving.
2: I'm afraid I have to. I have a great deal of work.
0: Bishop and Mrs. Braum are here, madam.
2: Now,
3: don't keep them waiting. How do you do, Mrs. Hamilton? Julia, how nice. And Henry, Merry Christmas. Henry, I said Merry Christmas.
2: Oh, yes, uh, Merry Christmas, Mrs. Hamilton.
3: He's gone. Why, he's gone already. Gone? Who's gone? Dudley.
2: I might have known it.
3: (laughs) Where did he go to? Oh, that poor man. He said he had so much work to do. Now, Henry, you must make him take some rest.
2: I've been trying to make him do just that.
3: Oh, I can't thank you enough for sending him to me. Uh, How did you ever find him, Henry? Uh, More or less uh, of an accident, I suppose. Oh, more or less of a miracle. Oh, talking with this wonderful, understanding man. Uh, Henry, I've changed my mind about the cathedral. You have? Yes. I'm going to give my money to those who need it. To the poor, the homeless, the, the unappreciated. And I want you to direct the spending of it.
0: Now, you see what Dudley has done, Henry?
3: Yes, I see.
0: And you understand.
2: Mrs. Hamilton, Julia, forgive me, but I have to leave. There's someone I must see immediately. Henry! Henry, my dear fellow, sit down, sit down. A glass of sherry? No, thank you, Professor. Oh, but I insist, Henry, you see this bottle? Now watch, I fill two glasses... Behold, the bottle is still half full, always half full. (laughs) Dudley's been here. Yes, and that bottle isn't all. He told me to look up some ancient texts in the library which no living scholar ever has been able to decipher. I read them as if they were English. Henry, this Dudley fellow is not like the rest of us. He says he's an angel. An angel? From heaven? That I'm not so sure about. (laughs) An angel that's too bad. He's such a nice fellow. <laughs> He's brought nothing but disaster to me. He's made Julia despise me. Don't be ridiculous. Why, you and Julia love each other. You always have. That's only partly true. I love Julia. And why don't you fight for her? Fight? How can I fight but against... But you have a tremendous advantage. Advantage over an angel? Oh, precisely. He is an angel. Julia's a creature of earth. She's a woman, Henry. You're a man.
1: Yes. Yes, I am.
2: And if I were you, I'd get myself home. That's where he'll be, waiting for Julia. Excuse me, Professor. Oh, Merry Christmas. Henry, is that you, dear? Hello, Julia. Dudley. I,
0: uh,
2: I came to think goodbye. I have to be moving along.
0: Oh, well, where will you be going?
2: Wherever they send me. Then? My superior officers.
0: Will we ever see you again?
2: Oh, they seldom send us to the, the same place twice, Julia. We might form attachment.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Of course not. Julia. Julia, I don't want to leave you. Why? There are a few people who know the secret of making heaven here on earth, and you're one of those rare people.
0: You, you frighten me. Dudley, I... I think you ought to go.
2: No, Julia, please. Don't send me away.
0: What are you saying?
2: That I'm tired of being a wanderer. I'm tired of an existence where one is neither hot nor cold. Hungry nor full. No.
0: No, you must go away and never come back. Don't look at me like that. Dudley,
2: no. Henry! Henry! It's all right, Julia. It's all right, my darling. Go upstairs, dear. I'll handle this alone. As for you, I have never before had to fight an angel, but I suggest you take off your coat and put up your... your dukes.
1: Now, now,
2: now. Why do you want to fight me, Henry? Because you're a thief, trying to steal the love that belongs to me. Henry, do you realize that as an angel, I could quite readily destroy you with a bolt of lightning? I don't care. Mm -hmm. Julia means more to me than my life. I'm not going to lose her. Ah, then I have news for you. I'm going I'll believe that when I see it happen. Oh, no, you won't. Because when I'm gone, you will never know that an angel visited this house. And, Julia? what about her? Well, there will be no memory of her either. Or with Debbie, or the professor, or anyone else. I don't trust you. You may, Henry. Because your prayer has been answered. That's not true. I prayed for a cathedral. No. You prayed for guidance. And that thing didn't do. Help me. Oh, I'm being paid. (laughs) (coughs)
1: <laughs> <coughs>
2: just a minute, please. Well,
1: goodbye,
2: Henry. Oh, I- if we should need you again, will you come back? Oh, not I. I'm requesting an assignment at the other end of the universe. Is that because I was so difficult? Oh, no, this difficulty was in me. When an immortal finds himself in being the mortal, trusting to his care it's a definite sign of danger. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I heard you the first time. <laughs> Now go on upstairs. <laughs> Take her in your arms, Henry, and kiss her for oh. me, you lucky devil. <laughs> Julia, Julia.
0: Quiet,
2: darling. You wake Debbie. Are you all right? Oh
0: yes, of course I am. Henry, did you get that for Debbie?
2: Get what for Debbie?
0: That little angel there on her bed.
2: Why? Why no.
0: I can't imagine where it came from. Henry, what is it?
2: Oh, I don't know. I, I have the most inexplicable feeling of happiness.
0: Why, so do I.
2: I love you, Julia.
0: I love you, Henry. Listen, the bells from St. Timothy.
2: It's almost midnight.
0: We'll have to hurry. Oh,
2: my sermon! It was all about the cathedral. It will never do now.
0: Don't worry, dear. You'll think of something. Something even better. Merry Christmas,
3: Henry. Merry Christmas, time.
1: Heaven and nature sing And heaven and nature sing And heaven and heaven and nature sing
2: Tonight, I want to tell you the story of an empty stocking. Once upon a midnight clear... There was a child's cry. A blazing star hung over a stable. And wise men came with birthday gifts. We have forgotten many things through the centuries. But not that night. We celebrate it with stars on Christmas trees. With the sound of bells. And with gifts. But especially with gifts. You give me a book, I give you a tie. Aunt Martha has always wanted an orange squeezer. Uncle Harry could do with a new pipe. Oh, we forget nobody. Adult or child, all the stockings are filled. All that is, except one. And we have even forgotten to hang it up. The stocking for the child born in a manger. It's his birthday we're celebrating. Don't let us ever forget that. Let us ask ourselves what he would wish for most. And then, let each put in his share. Loving kindness. And tolerance. All the shining gifts to make a peace And here they are, that delightful pair, Cary Grant and Phyllis Baxter. <laughs> Back Tonight, the last remaining is Henry her Butterfield as professor, Norma Lardner as Mrs. Hamilton, Herb Byron as Sylvester, Ethan Ashdown as Debbie, and Francis Robinson, Eric Snowden, Helen Cleve, Hardman, there, Richard Fields, Ronald Keith, and Eddie Marr. A radio play was adapted by S.H. Barnett.